0: Okay, so I think like most of you, um, I used to wonder how God would speak to people. So what what does it look like when God speaks to me? You look on TV or in movies or you read some of the books in the Bible and it's sort of like a big booming voice in our head like, this is God, Carlos, do these things. And would be like, oh, sweet, so that's what God sounds like, or maybe ghost Jesus would appear at your bed, you know, something like that, that um, Star Wars-type figure, you know, when the people come back, you know, that's sort of the visions I had in my head of that's what God looks like when He talks to you. Um, and for a long time, I'd be praying, and, and God never really said anything back. I was like, God, what's, what's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? You don't, you know, you don't want to talk to me. What's, what's happening there? Um, but I had one of those light bulb moments, and I realized it wasn't God, duh, it was me um, and I was like, what what am I doing that's not opening myself to God and it's things like you know when I do pray or you know when, when we pray, do you give God a chance to talk back, or is it God, please give me this, I want this and that and that, and oh, it hasn't happened, or yeah that's it. or when you pray you just you're just sitting there you know you just God you know talk to me, work through me, what it is, and just just sit there in His presence. Another thing that, that really stuck out was, um, was this thing. Now, God's God's talking to us through this. It's not just bits of paper. I mean, I could probably read this just like a book, and I had done that for a while where, you know, open it up, or I'm going to read one of the Psalms, and you just quickly read through it just to get all the story you know. you'll open up one of the Gospels, and... And just start to finish quickly, get it all in, and oh, so that's what happened. But I didn't really read it with the right, um, what's the word, expectations. So you can pick just one verse in there, just one line, and really chew on that. Just say, God, pray over that, God, what does this mean to me? What does it mean, what are you trying to say? And when you approach the Bible with that sort of attitude, it just opens up so much. It's sort of, it is literally like a light bulb moment, it's going, ding, there's God. And it just, it just, everything starts to become more clear. Like this thing suddenly turns from just a, a you know, I'd say, a meaningless book that you might get from a bookstore, which has a great story, but you forget it. Like, I mean, I enjoyed Harry Potter, but I don't go around talking about it too much. Whereas this, you could read the same verse a hundred times and it'll mean something new to you each time because it's, it's, it is a living word. And if if you knew, if you don't really read the Bible too much, or you're not too sure what it is, what it means, or you don't even have one, please come and talk to one of us leaders. We'll happily give you a Bible. I'll go out and buy one from you, um, for you from a shop, or you know, walk you through what what are the Gospels, what are you know, what part do I read to to find out what Jesus said? Just anything you can think of. If you're lost with that book, come see us because that that is vital to your walk with God. Um, and another way that God speaks to us, other than you know, reading His Word, um, is through dreams. You see you see a lot of stories in the Bible where, where God will appear to someone and, you know, they'll have this awesome dream. Sometimes they understand, it, like the prophets, they'll have a dream and um, you'll find them in the Bible. Uh, you'll, there are some kings, I think Nebuchadnezzar is one, where he had these dreams and he just he couldn't understand them. And he got, was it Samuel? Daniel to read him out. And it's, I think it's a really powerful way that God can speak to you through that. And another thing is, what does that look like? So in the Bible, they look like pretty Pretty full-on experiences when you have a dream from God like that. What is this? Um, and what I'm going to share with you is my own personal encounter with God. So this, this is one of the first dreams I've ever had that's just really stuck with me. And it's you have other dreams, you're like, oh, I was flying or this and that. And they, that was sort of cool and you can remember them. But this, this one has been, has been with me for so long. I reckon I had this dream about a month ago. And just constantly, just keeps coming up, keeps going through my mind, and I just get more and more from it from this one dream. It's not that I've dreamt it again. I've never had the same dream twice, but it was just so fixed in my mind that it was like, wow, what's that? Um, and disclaimer, I'm, I'm going to read it out to you first, and then I'll, then I'll um, unpack it. just to, And this is, I was literally, just before, as you guys were walking in, I was adding more to this. Like, even just reading my own dream again, it was just going, bam, God, what is this, this is awesome. Um, but what I'm going to do is I'll read through it first, and then then we'll break it down. And another thing, if you're trying to visualize this, I was playing Minecraft just before I had this dream. So if if you can think of like what Minecraft looks like, that'll help you with this. So <laughs> a person's dig starts digging a hole. This person's me. All he has with him is a pickaxe and a minecart. <laughs> The whole, the hole that he's digging—it's it, one of those big cartoon, big circles digging straight down, like one of the tunnels that just goes straight down. And as he goes deeper and deeper down the hole, he starts finding these gems. These are pretty cool looking. Well, at the time that I was having the dream, like these, these, these gems were, were legit. Like, um, just digging down with a pick, like it was hard work. And, you know, sweat coming off of him, getting down lower and lower in this hole, and oh, I find one more gem. I'll put that in my cart. And I just keep going down and down and down. Looking back now, though they weren't actually that impressive, And at the time these these gems they were they were the bee's knees. That's that's what I wanted. Like in this dream, I was just oh, a gem! I got to dig and dig and dig to get more gems. And as he's digging down, um, so probably just head height now. Um, Jesus appears at the top of the hole, and he asks a question: "Hey Carlos, it's Sunday. You, you, you coming to church?" But I'm so focused on these gems, I'm just no, nah, Jesus, sorry, I'm just I'm too busy today. You know, next week I'll, I'll come to church. That's all right, it's only only one week. I'll be all right, Jesus, sorry. And I'm I'm still digging. I'm just so focused on these gems. And then um then Jesus comes back and he goes, you know, asks us more questions. You know, Carlos, hey, hey, is it time to read your Bible for a bit? You know, you haven't haven't read it for a while. Nah, nah nah, sorry, Jesus, I'm too busy. I'm just gonna, just gonna keep digging. This is I've got to get more of these gems. Like just so fixed. Like that's one thing I can't forget. It's how fixated I was on these gems. Like, have you ever, I don't, I'm not sure what I can relate it to for yourselves, but has there been anything in your life that you just, you're so hungry for, so thirsty, I've got to get that. I not know, maybe you're, you're at the pokies, and every time you spin, it's just spitting out more and more money, and just, oh, I've got, to, got to more more spins. And so that, that's how I felt, that's how I felt for these gems. Um, where am I at? Okay, so I'm, I'm digging down, the hole's getting, hole's getting bigger now. So let's flop, maybe double the height of this ceiling. So I'm just digging down and down and, you know, my, my cart's starting to fill up. Um, but one thing I, I never realised is I didn't have any way out of this hole. And still now, like in, in the dream, what I never realised is it's so only looking back and reflecting on it, that I can see I'm, I'm down in this hole with this big heavy mine cart full of all these gems, but there is no way to get out. I'm, I'm pretty deep now. Um, and at that point, uh, Jesus, he, he comes back. So this whole time, Jesus is there just constantly trying to, hey, Carlos, oh, Bible, Carlos, go to church, Carlos, do this, this, and that. And each time, I'm like, nah, man, gems. And at some point, he, um, I don't want to miss this bit. So at some point, Jesus, he goes, Carlos, I'll, I'll get you out of that hole. I'll do that for you. All you've got to do is hand over all your gems. And I'm like, nah, nah, I'm good. I couldn't see how far I was in this hole. I couldn't see how deep I got. I could not see. There was no way for me to get out. Not on my own anyway. Um, And another thing at that time I didn't realize, but it... Oh, no, sorry. I did realize this. It didn't matter how many gems that I found, I wanted more. Like, this, it seemed like it was a bottomless mind. I just kept getting more and more gems, more hungry for these gems. I could get as many... I was just digging and digging and digging and gem, gem. It was... It was exciting. It was fun, you know. I was, I, I was looking back now; these gems were worthless, but I was just so hungry for them. It baffles me. Anyway, I'll um, I'll start to unpack that now. So this this stream, like maybe even now, you 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 probably pick some of it out, um, but there's still I can I can visualize it every time, and every time I think about this stream, I just get more and more from it. Um, but I'll, I'll break down what, so far, what I've put out of this dream. So at first, that, that first paragraph, where, you, where he's starting to dig the hole, all he's got is a mine cart and a pick, um, and he's, he's just about to set out, you know, I'm, I'm planning out the hole, and um, I haven't really started digging yet, but I'm excited, I'm about to step out on this journey to dig for all my gems. Um, and it's, it's at this point, um, I reckon, in my life, it's right back when I was starting university, it was, I'd gone from a... I wouldn't say messed up, but a little bit of a um, rough childhood, and that life didn't have much certainty to it. Now that I'm in uni, like things—it just feels like things are just starting to get a bit better. You know, I'm staying with my grandparents. I got into the uni course that I wanted. I'm starting to envision all these dreams of my life of getting a big city job, making tons of money, buying big houses, cars. I'm planning it all out. Life, life sorted. Um, and this, I think this is a really important part for, for a lot of you guys now, because you're starting to come into your life, a, a time in your life where you're starting to think about your career, you're starting to set some long-term goals, or you're starting to, to find yourself and determine what, what are my gems, like what, what are these things that I'm going to start basing my life off, where am I, what is my foundation? For me at that time, it was money, and I was very excited about money and money. I suppose the security that came with it and and all of that sort of stuff. So I think if, for yourselves relating to that, if if you're at the point in your life now where, well maybe not just yet, but where your career is starting to be formed or just the general direction that you're wanting to go in, be careful what you're basing that on. Be careful where your priorities are right now because if you go too far down on that track just like this guy, you could get into a very deep hole. Um, But I think this dream is really... Heavily based on Matthew 16, 21. I don't think it's 16, I think it's 6:21. 21. Um, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And that, that one verse, we just did a, um, a whole kids lesson on, on that verse, and we could go into that forever, just that one thing, but it is so important where your treasure is, there your heart is. Where are you putting your heart right now? You've got your whole lives ahead of you. Don't start going down the wrong track. Don't get confused about where your priorities should lie. Where am I at? Ooh, 11 minutes already. Whoops. Um, okay, now the second bit. So I'm just starting to dig down the hole now. So not too far. I've, I've just started out in this adventure. I've, I've collected a few gems already, and I'm getting pretty excited about that. And this is where Jesus, he's, he first looks down and goes, Carlos, it's time to come to church. Um, this this part really hit me because I could see so clearly where in my life I started going wrong at this point. So this is where I started to make friends at uni. Um, going and doing some things that uh, a 21-year-old guy would enjoy doing at the clubs and things like that and just starting to go down the wrong path. And it was at this point that I'm really starting to step into my own plan and church doesn't seem to be one of the things I'm focusing on on anymore. You know, I've stopped reading my Bible because that's sort of a bit silly. I still believe in God. I know God, but why do I need to go to church? Like, That's, that's, that's for other people, not me. I'm, I've got too many important things to do. But Jesus is always there. Remember that. Throughout this whole journey, he was always there. And I can't even you know, remember or count the amount of times I narrowly missed doing something that would probably scar myself for my whole life because Jesus was still there to catch me. I don't realize it now. Well, At the time, you don't really know it's happening, but now I can look back and there, there are just so many of these little short split-second moments of my life where I go, Jesus, if you weren't there, I could have gone a very different way. So even though I was ignoring him, he was still there for me. Um, And this part here, I I was um, reading in the Bible, and I think it really hits the nail on the head. And this is Luke 19.10. For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. I was very lost. All right, so now we're getting a bit deeper. So at this point, um, you know, I'm I'm, I'm too far. I'm not going to be able to get out of this hole on my own. I've, I've collected a few gems, and I'm, I'm really enjoying this now. Um, I'll just read through. So, and, and this is the first time Jesus offers me freedom from that hole in return for handing over the gems. I think at the moment, this is the most important part of this dream. Is these gems that I were collecting? They were my own toils. They was they were the things I was doing in my own strength. They're not of God. So don't don't get mixed up. These gems, they're not things that God has necessarily wanted for me. Maybe some of them are, but I wasn't intentionally going out and chasing these for God. These are, these are my own strengths. And these gems, they also carry some baggage with them. So I've done some things in here that I would be ashamed to tell God about, you know, at the time, you know, shame to, 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 to hand over to tell anyone. If God came to me and said, Carlos, hand over these. I'm like, no, what gem? Well, I didn't do that. Um, and I think this is, this is really strong. Don't ever get to the point in your life um, because life's going to get hard. You're going to do some things that you regret. Don't ever let those things get to you to the point where you can't show that to God. God can see it. Don't, don't delude yourself with that. God knows what you've done. But if you can't hand them over to Jesus, that's, that's a burden that you're carrying that you don't need to do. When Jesus said to me, give me your gems and I'll get you out, he wasn't just taking some of gems. He wanted all of them. Jesus will take all your sin, all your worry, everything from you, and he'll do it with love doesn't matter what you've done or where you've been. And now that's, you know, I look at that and that's just, that hits me really hard because there are things that I have done or that I could have gone into. And now I, I just know now if I didn't look back and and say to Jesus at the time, this is a little bit later from the dream, but if I didn't look back and say, Jesus, here are my gems, it just, it worries me where I could have been. And that's that's where this next part um of the dream comes in, and it's not loading. No, so, the next part is where I didn't realise how far I dug in the hole. So, it, uh, it's where I'm saying, it, it didn't matter how many gems I found, I wanted more and more gems. I just getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And this is a big, heavy mine car. I'm down a big hole. There is no way I'm going to get out of this. This is... You know, the end for me I've got all these, mo- all these gems in a big hole and what's that got when, when my time comes to pass away those gems they're just stuck in that hole they don't go anywhere they don't come anywhere I think I was telling this dream to Sean in the car on the way back and he goes that reminds me of the um, Egyptians when they load all the um, pyramids up with their stuff you know, if it wasn't stolen that's still here 2000 odd years later that didn't go with them that's just sitting there to rust and for moths to eat away and yet, at the time, those gems—they seemed so important to me. But there was nothing in them. didn't matter how many gems I found. I think this—this this is the mindset that I had. And as I said, it—it's where I would have ended up if I just didn't finally turn to Jesus and give Him my life. And that—you know—even now, it's—it's it's emotional for me because it—it wasn't just at the time. It wasn't a, a quick decision, like. I've gone through uni, I've got this world view of the Bible is not real, Jesus is a, you know, a fairy tale, all this sort of stuff. So after years and years in uni, that had hit me really hard. Like I could barely pick up a Bible and believe it. It was, you know, the world had got to me quite, quite a lot. Um, so when I finally got back to that point, and this is after coming to One Heart for a few weeks, um, I finally got back to that point where I could say, Jesus, you, know, you are real, it, it's it's still a long journey for me, but I can read that Bible now, know and know, and know that's the truth. Um, and yeah, I just when I look back at that part and know where I could have ended up, it it scares me to a point because I know Jesus will always be there for me. But you know, if I wasn't saved, if I didn't come back to church, what what would that have meant? If you know, if Jesus wasn't real, what what would that mean? Like, ugh, nah. <laughs> Um I might start to wrap it up because I've been going a bit longer than what I thought I would. Uh, but again, I, I really want to stress this. Um, the Bible is very clear that we are not here alone. And again, throughout this dream, I was uh, each one of these dreams they that have a memory of a thing that I did wrong or a decision that I took that was not God's plan for me. So these these gems, um, they just meant so much. There was There's a lot of, of uh, baggage in them. Um, but as I was digging these, as I was sinning, as I was turning away from God, Jesus was always there at the top of that tunnel, always looking down on me, always offering help, always offering salvation, always wanting to take the gems away and get me out of that hole. And I just I just wanna remind you that, you know, that that's the same for you. It doesn't matter what your gems are, what whatever baggage they carry with them. When you can get to that point where you know Jesus is your Lord and Savior, it's just—it's—it's it's such a freeing feeling. And I—I I really like this um, passage from John 10:10 10, 10 to 11. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come so that that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And I can just see so much of that thief in my life at that point as I was digging those holes, and Jesus was always there, always offering to take all of that away from me. Um, and I, what I thought was really cool is when I was reading the word for today, just a, a plug for this, The, um, the next uh, today's and the next two, three days is all about guidance and asking God to help you with that. And I pulled some of what I spoke about in there out of that, so if you haven't got one of these already, please grab one of these. It's um, a good stepping stone to figuring out or getting started in reading your Bible. So please grab one of them. All right, I think I'm just going to quickly pray, and then I'll, I'll hand over to Josh. So, um, dear God, I just uh, I really pray for, for open hearts tonight, Lord. I pray that, that what it is that I just spoke, Lord, that it was of you, Father, and that there was something that came through that, that just really reached out to someone here, Lord also um pray ahead for the for the youth conference that's coming up i just pray for for a thirst a hunger to learn more of you father to know more of you, lord um in each and every heart here father and all the other kids that have been coming to youth and and just a passion and and a confidence for for each of us to ask a friend to come along to to open up to someone who 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 may not come on a normal night to really use this weekend as a time to introduce jesus to them because uh, just the hearts out there that are that are getting stuck down at the bottom of a hole right now, that we can, you know, show Jesus to, show him that, that he's ready to lift them out, Father. Just I really pray that over this, um the conference that's coming up, Father, and, and I pray for myself to get something out of it, Lord. I also pray for everyone else here to see, to see who you are, Lord, and the love that you share. Thank you, Lord.